this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Every week we get closer and closer to the end of Grimm. So today, let's talk about episode 610, Blood Magic, on the Grimm After Show at AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I'm sorry, y'all. I didn't have any dumb jokes <laughs> this week. What was week. that? Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, 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 I'm barking mine. I like his better. We were we were collaborating. We were collaborators. And dogs, you know. I like cats. Who are you? Cats and dogs living together. That's the craziness that's going on in the rim right now. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for understanding me, Tari. Yes. Um, all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Grim After Show at After Buzz TV. I apologize. I am a little bit sleep deprived, so this is going to be an interesting show. And it's also going to get real interesting when I have to pronounce stuff later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even more so. Um, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. I have a wonderful panel, as always, today. The whole gang's here. Yells back. Hello, everybody. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. And I'm in the chat where Gramaniac says, "Nicely done, panel." I think <laughs> I think he enjoyed your musical rendition. I think we should work on a, just a full like rendition. We'll we'll cue it up. Like, totally. We'll yeah. each do different parts. And, I think uh, season six is definitely the time to come up with this clever idea. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> with three episodes <laughs> left. Yeah. I agree. Who are you? I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I'm not on the chat. Nope. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, let's start off with the quote at the top of the episode. Nothing they say is more certain than death, and nothing more uncertain than the time of dying. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Some dark, some dark stuff. I really liked this episode. Uh, <laughs> there's some really interesting stuff going on. Um, that's a quote from Thomas Paine. Oh, okay. nice. Uh, from uh, from you know Revolutionary War times. Okay, In America. Mm. Common sense. Use your, <laughs> use your common sense, and let's talk about this episode. Okay. All right. Great. <laughs> My common sense tells me I wasn't sure where that I, yeah. this episode... <laughs> I was also not sure where you were going. There's your bad joke. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Um, I like when he makes bad jokes. Sorry. Uh, what do you think about this episode? Um, I thought the episode was really interesting. It was, there was a lot of sad stuff. Um, I mean, I guess it's natural when it comes to things relating to, you know, mortality and euthanasia and, and dementia and all that stuff. So, I mean, man, it got real heavy uh, and weird. Yeah, uh, I really like the heavy uh, story that we went with, especially because I feel like this season has been a lot of... um, We had stories we wanted to tell, and we got to tell them now. And so this is a story that I, I wish, you know, when we first established the, like, world that Vesson live in and how they survive and that the council mm-hmm. exists, this would have fit there. And so doing it now, especially with Monrosalie, like, waiting for their first children and, you know, this kind of uh, 
relation to our characters. It was just so sad. Yeah, this the the the, the Vessen of the Week storyline in this episode. We'll, we'll, let's talk about that first, and then yeah. we'll get into uh, everything that's going on with Eve and her search to try to get into the mirror dimension yeah. uh, with Adeline's like books. Um, we'll talk about uh, Nick and Renard going like this to each other. Uh, <laughs> How did they do it? They were like raising <laughs> yeah, their yeah, fists yeah. like okay. old school style twenties boxers. Just, I just want to make sure everyone uh, saw. It. Yeah, well, for the for the for the, our listening audience, I had my hands up like twenty, like nineteen twenties boxers. Like fisticuffs. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, so the best of the week, uh, it was yeah, it was a very heavy episode. It strikes me as. Like a question that they got at a con, mm. like to the writer. Like, this was for the writers. Um, what <laughs> happens like when a Vessin gets dementia and doesn't remember who they are? Do they like vogue at random? Um, that's my annotation of a con goer. <laughs> that actually is very question. accurate. Yeah, yeah. that's great. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I may know my people, uh, <laughs> uh, but and, and and which is a fair question. It's brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Interesting thing. It's, it's it's anything where you build this sort of sci-fi or fantasy world mm-hmm. that's this deep in lore. Those kinds of things, those kinds of questions are out there, yeah. and the the people that inhabit the world <clears throat> have to just find those answers. This is this to me is like they had a list of those questions they found interesting on the board, and this season they're like, let's do that one. <laughs> let's explain that thing. Yeah, which I kind of want them to continue doing. Like take the comic books, put them back into like universe canon <laughs> that they've been doing because yeah. they're not they're wildly off the um, plot line of the show yeah uh, and start explaining all these random things from the world of Grimm mm-hmm. I liked it I think it also tied in really nicely that like Rosalie has the number because she has the spice shop and she was like all Grimm apothecaries have this number or have a person to call Vess and apothecaries yes that's, what did I say Grimm what, that's what I meant yes Grim the show apothecary. Thank you. Um, okay, I got you. I got you. <laughs> God, Zach. Yeah, seriously. I'm just saying. Pick it on Grim me. apothecary sound like it's like some kind of like trap, like police sting operation. Like <laughs> get Vessen to come in, and then as soon as they're like, so I need like Wolfsbane to like keep my. So it's like you're a Vessen. Chop. <laughs> See, he Disney takes it so dark. Yeah, <laughs> I I know. This was a very happy, light episode, yeah, Zach. So and light. here you are, just yeah. bringing it all back. I'm the dark one, writers. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> Before you said writers, I was going to take that very offensively. <laughs> um, but kind of circling back to what you were saying, Zach. Um, uh, especially, I guess... Uh, on the heels of Logan, where you see like what happens when a uh, no spoilers, n- uh, no, but like it, as you see in the trailer, you know they're dealing dealing with they're dealing yeah. with um, aging people with power um, aging and losing control of that ability. Yeah, um, and so it also it so it hit that heartstring again. Um, but I. I I do also like the fact that we're really kind of, even at this point, diving into, like, the the world of the Vessen. Because we've kind of taken a break from that and really been on the grim side and dealing with, like, Nick's stuff. But, like, I love that it kind of brings this, it, it kind of reminds us how different their world is. Yeah. Um, it, it like in a world where like you have the Vessen Council who like monitors Vessen activity that might put people out into the public, like it makes sense that this kind of thing would exist. Yeah, it's very interesting, like pos- like point that it raises. Like obviously, it's blowing up issues to a point where it's sort of outside the, like the realistic or the real world, but it does like make you like sort of come face to face with similar issues. Like in this in this episode's case, um. St- Stuff like assisted suicide or uh, how to handle a, a parent or a grandparent who has lost their mind. Like, how, what do you do with that person when they become 
not themselves like right what how do you handle that i also like that it tied into the real world and what we have to deal with with mason hashtag free mason um (laughs) yeah um we don't know if mason ever got out of those charges right so i like that this is nick being a cop and a grim and going this poor human is now in danger because of our world yeah and we have to find a solution Mason, just in case you you missed the name, is the just, just who? How could you? Poor Mason is in prison. Mason is the the order <laughs> is the nurse who orderly. Uh, orderly is yeah. he an orderly? Okay, He's not yes. a nurse. Okay, I, I don't know. I, I'm not. Sure. I paid attention. Well, Freemason. <laughs> okay, I don't know. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> it's totally a conspiracy to lock up Mason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was all part of Black Claw's plan. They wanted them to get exposed by use of this old lady. <laughs> Mason is very important. Um, I hope he comes back. Um, uh, he won't. No. He's, st- he's still behind bars. I know! Because, hold, here's the thing, Qua- clarify it for me if you guys caught it and I, mm-hmm. and I just missed it. And like, let's see if the chat knows sure. as well. Uh, yeah, let me know. Um, I will. Uh, did they have a solution? Like they yes. said, it was a problem, but yeah, they had a solution. What? What was it? So like, they were telling the um, angel of death guy. Um, the okay, I guess. Zach. What is it? <clears throat> the Gafada tote. What? The Gafada tote. Or a godfather killing, as they put it, which is basically it's a mercy. It's mercy it's somewhere. Killing. It's it's a mercy killing. It's an angel it's, of death. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Well, yes, more or less. Yeah. Your um, guardian angel, if one, if you will. It's sort of a, a combination of. <laughs> it's somewhere in between, like a DNR and a, a mer- like and a mercy killing. The Godfather of Death. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Everyone keeps saying because um, it's not quite like assisted suicide is not technically not quite right. the right thing because it's agreed upon but not at the time. Right. Right. Um, but it is very similar to a DNR where you've made an agreement yeah. with like they didn't put it on paper um, but like just like I think the idea was supposed to be that Monroe just the way that Monroe and Rosalie made that determination mm-hmm. that this is as a couple like if one of us goes the other will call right the yeah. Gafada tote so um, the- I, they don't they I feel it uh, just before mm-hmm. I move on from this point I feel like I do need to say that they never established for sure they imply but they never established that the the couple ha, like um, had agreed to like the same way that Monroe and Rosalie did, mm-hmm. and it makes it like almost like really dark that they never like said he wanted this. You mean Mrs. Stanton? I think Mrs. the Stantons. Yeah. Yes. Right. You think that she? I'm assuming. <laughs> like again, the show implied that they had a similar like. I think agreement. regardless if they had that agreement, the options at this point were a Grim beheads him. Yeah. Or he goes peacefully. Right. You put him, I mean, you... Well, they you, they or, even or point you, out they can't arrest him. Or you right. keep him werewolf style in a cage in the basement. Well, I think the solution is a Grim beheads him. Yeah. Well, this had very, um, like, old old yeller feel about it. Where, like... <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that's kind of what it was. Like, he got gotten to the point where he was going to be attacking people and he was basically like a rabid dog. Spoiler alert. Um, who hasn't seen so they had to like... Yeller. Well, yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it by now, you're, you're wasting your life. <gasps> Damn, um, that was my plan tonight. Oh, uh, well, you he gets shot. Uh, <laughs> but this time they use a assassin fish bullet. A f- assassin bug. Assassin yeah. fish. Uh, assassin bug bullet. Assassin bug. Okay, so to answer your original question... <laughs> of um, what the plan was. They say to the doctor, because he wasn't the doctor from the hospital, um, they say to him that the plan to Freemason is if they can confirm that everything was on the up and up onto how she died, that they're going to... um, The doctor's going to testify that the old lady was aggressive and just was fighting him and that it doesn't matter what he saw. He was um, defending himself and so it was fine. That was the plan. Though, like... I feel like he should have been let go after they the Emmy had confirmed that she her her injuries weren't or her death wasn't the result of any injury sustained in the in the altercation right, that it was poison. Um, well, what they said is that he even if that's not the case, it would still he would still have a charges of assault. 
because right. he was caught with his arm, his hands around her neck to the point where it left marks. Mm-hmm. And while those marks were superficial, even if she had survived, that technically could have filed the assault. She can't right. press charges. <laughs> the only person who would press charges is that racist nurse. Tell us about the racist nurse. I don't like her. She 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 called the police on uh, poor old Mason. Mason! And she's like, he had to have murdered this old lady who was already dying. He had to be on drugs, and he was insane. I was she like, girl, you are layering racist. on so much. I would have been on... I was on her side at first. It, like... Reacting to to walk. Oh, hold, yeah, on, uh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah hold first on. of all, he's Let like, I'm not the darkest statement. one at the table. <laughs> and now he's like, oh, girl, she had a point. Black people be on drugs, dog. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Come on, Zach. What is wrong with you? I'm just saying, if you walk in, you find somebody, like, choking an old lady you're gonna call the police but like the way that she reacted when the cops came mm. and was like even though she was fine afterwards like he's totally on drugs I'm like whoa yeah where that's where it's Here's- like where does this coming from <laughs> this guy you you've worked with for three years mm-hmm. and said you've never had a problem with before you're not looking for another explanation but also as soon as he lets go and the old lady turns back into human she's like Mason help me cause they're friends right so she even knows that he didn't hurt her yeah so something the nurse is totally racist oh yeah the nurse is on drugs <laughs> yeah that's right? how she was like why she's thinking drugs cause she's like I'll deflect the drugs that are in my pocket and they'll yeah <laughs> yeah and we know that Mason's never getting out of jail because of socioeconomic problems <laughs> and institutional racism. <laughs> Mr. D-Style in the chat asks, what's happening? And he is correct. <laughs> I told you guys up top that it was going to get weird. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think we're done. Yep. I think that, that bit's done. <laughs> um, so... what? What was going on is, and admittedly during the episode, I it, like because the flow it like threw me off a little bit here and there mm-hmm. was because we had what felt like for most of the episode two like uh, procedural plot lines happening at the same time because we had like the nurse plot line with the the old woman orderly um, Mason with Mason's storyline. <laughs> Sorry, and uh, then we had that lesbian couple. Yeah. Yes. Um, and like people, like two people, I guess, had gotten murdered in that place. Yeah, but it and was it was so the the hot lesbian lady got murdered, and they were like, "Here's a murder from weeks ago in the North Precinct that we had no idea about." Right. And then and then they were like, "Also, we're going to go investigate this old lady who died," which I really like that they point out. Like, she's old. She's in a nursing home. She's sick. She died. <laughs> yeah. That's what old people do. Whoa. <laughs> It's true. Am I wrong? <laughs> Sorry, was I wrong about something? Please correct hey, me. Yell, don't be a Zach, all right? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> me neither. I do. Um. But yes, it did feel like two uh, storylines. I'd also like to point out they missed the opportunity to make that a lesbian couple. Yes. They were okay. They, were, they did it, they, but they didn't, right? It was not. It very okay. much felt like it was right. It's like the the feel of it when they were interacting felt very like flirty and like a couple. But then when they uh, were kind of going over the case, they're like, "Her friend was." But yeah, they uh, said friend like of, five times, right? To like clarify that they were not a couple, even though the one was like, "Let me go get the car. You have been walking in those shoes all day." It's very considerate. Yeah, girl, my friend, be like, walk your feet <laughs> just like that walk your feet yeah. I was, am I your friend <laughs> yes Tari is abusing you making her walk all kinds of distances yeah. in shoes that are not conducive to walking Thanks. she'll never learn not to wear those shoes unless I make her walk <laughs> That's you true. think I'm the bad one look at Tari <laughs> cruel man um, yeah so I it very much I think I think this show missed a huge opportunity that would have been very simple to do. Yes. It's fair. Yep. Uh, uh, Mr. D style tweets or posts in the chat. Hashtag don't be Zach. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think they mean tired. I think they mean don't yes, be tired. Don't be yeah, tired. I'm, I'm like maybe forty percent of the sleep I should have gotten in the last three days. Yeah, we um, all. <laughs> um, uh, moving on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're done with. This but yeah, talk. we. I mean, we we talked about the 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 how it ends. Um, 
Very, it's very sad. And yeah. Mason's uh, still in jail. Mason is still in jail. Uh, presumably, Nick is going to get him. <laughs> uh, mind you, we'll never know. We'll never know what happened to Mason. At this point, if he, if he made it uh, I would like to ask that all of our listeners tweet at Grim Writers and say, did Mason get out? Hashtag free Mason. Yes. If you... If you <laughs> If I'm you tw- start it right if now. you tweet at the writers with hashtag Freemason uh, next week, uh, we'll we'll search for that. Actually, wait, the hashtag Freemason may be incredibly difficult to track. Yeah, it is incredibly <laughs> busy. There's other stuff happening. I'm ra- I'm doing it right now at Grim Writers. Uh, well, tag us in the tweet and we'll try to shout you out. <laughs> yeah, because uh, we can't just track the hashtag Freemason. Uh, I was trying to do it sly where it like doesn't necessarily lead immediately back to us. Because then the Freemasons will come for us, but like, that hashtag is just a minefield. Uh, um, uh, right now, tweet it. Uh, <clears throat> thank you. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get tweets back from the artists like, what? The f-? Yeah, like, we're done. What do you want us to do? Like, it's shot and edited. Like, it's ready for air. Yeah, the last three episodes are done. You can't just add in a line. We're done Remember months when we ago. Freed Mason? <laughs> I would love it. There's just like an over-the-shoulder shot and be like, good thing Mason's free. <laughs> it's shot on an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. That's all we want. That's all we want. Somebody get David, in a, David Cincinnati in a room, just with your cell phone, with the writers like, glad Mason's free, and then cut it into the episode. Or post it online as a webisode. Yeah. That yeah. works, too. It's it's happening. I'm it's sure totally I'm happening. Sure it'll be in the you guys are all book. amazing. I love our I love fans. You all. You're the best. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I, I, uh, just the last things on this topic. I did really like the character design on the Gafada Toad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it just it looked it was cool. He wasn't um, a cat. I like the I like the way that the tendrils like it. I, it was just something I noticed this week. Maybe it's just because he had tendrils that ran out. Yeah. The way that the when he unvoged. Um, the way that they retracted into his face looked really cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, but it was just, it was good, it was good effects on that guy. Um, yeah, I'd agree. And the, the, I feel like the actor did a really good job mm, as well. Absolutely. You know, like he, he, he felt to me like, like those old, uh, exorcist, exorcist the movie priests where like he has a job to do and he goes in there very sullen and like he has a, mm-hmm. he has a, a very, specific procedure which I wonder uh, if like the opening of the window was something that he had suggested or if it was something that was part of the character well so Rosalie says that when she was little and she saw this done to her grandparent or something um, that she saw them open the window to let the spirit out right and so I think that is part of the process right okay yeah I do not interesting as much as I want to give this actor his credit, I don't know that that was something he came up with. You don't know. I do not know. Grimaniac <laughs> um, yeah. says this actor has actually appeared in Breaking Bad, among mother, many other shows. Ah, Thank you. Guys, Thank you. Guys getting, getting work. Excellent. Um, all right. Um, let's talk about uh, the more serialized uh, stuff. Yes. Um, we, we only got a bit of it. Because they did it so heavily at the top, I thought we were going to get a lot more mm. in this one. Um we got a little bit. Um, so Eve is, has gone into the mirror. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> Wait, you got to back up, yeah. girl. And that's, I'm saying that's where <laughs> we are now. Well, we got to start with her asking for the books, sir. Yeah. I'm, that's where how she got there. <laughs> right. She went and, and borrowed some books from okay. Adeline. So these books. Adeline, get, uh, she, wants, <laughs> she wants the three uh, spell books that belong to Adeline's mom. The three books, there's the one with the face coming out of it. Yes. I was like, that's the book that has the answers. And then, of course, it wasn't. No, it was the, like, plain Jane White one. That she had to shake to get the letters yeah. to spell it. Which, <laughs> they were, is it an Etch-a-Sketch book? Yes. Like, what is this? <laughs> I'd like to imagine that it's, uh, it's a conscious book, and so, like, shaking it, she's like, okay, 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 I'll show you what the words are, you know? <laughs> I really wish that it was like fine, fine. So, <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. like each page is scram is like 
you have to decode in a different way. So like that one, you have to shake, and there's another one where you have to like pour water, and like <laughs> I like that she looks and she's like, I'm not gonna have to bleed on this, am I? It's like a bop it for for spell books. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. that's awesome. And you have to do it every like few lines, or it just reverts back. <laughs> that book sounds infuriating. Um, the so it's the puzzle book of puzzles. It's like the monster <laughs> book of monsters from the same publisher. Yes. Nice. Uh, this the con- the conversation between Adeline and Eve. Mm-hmm. It like I've never I don't feel like we've seen this version of Eve where she's being like super subtly manipulative. Absolutely, like everything she did, she's like I need these things, and Adeline would come back and say that she she's like I don't think it's a good idea, and she'd be like Nick's in danger, and then Adeline would be like Well, maybe, and she'd be like Uh, Diana's in danger. Uh, are we doing this or are we not doing this? Don't you want to protect these people you love? Yeah, the way she totally played the, like, you know, it came after me, and uh, Adeline was like, well, you know, it ran away when it saw Nick. And she's like, we don't know that that's what happened. And it's coming after me because I saw the symbols. Think about that. I saw the symbols. And she goes, Diana saw the symbols. (laughs) Uh, It felt super manipulative. Yeah. I like it. I like this version. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to see more, or like, I, I feel like off screen, like, Eve is, like, struggling, has been struggling with, like, human emotion and, like, figuring mm-hmm. out people that way. I would have loved to see her, like, dealing with that yeah. more, like, like figuring out that she can, like, if we followed Eve for, like, a day... Like one of those old episodes oh. where you like follow a side character for a little longer. I want mm-hmm. that. And seeing her like struggling to understand and like figure out like how to w- handle these people. Because like when we first introduced to Eve, mm-hmm. she was like emotionless. Yeah. Right. Like a robot. Right. And that's that's an interesting place for a character to start. Um, so the wand, like the magic, our magic stick, like basically like did a hard reset on her emotions. Yeah. Um, but I would have loved to see that struggle as she tries to like deal with all this. Yeah, I agree. I think that would have been really interesting. But now we have really a different version of Eve, and and mm-hmm. Adeline points out that she's trying to redeem herself, mm-hmm. and you feel it. Yeah. Oh, great yeah. performance from Bitsy. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know if we've had a scene with them alone together, but like it it's odd because they have such a weird crazy history. Yeah. You know, it's like there's all these moments where they're talking and you're like, remember when Juliet tried to kill her? Remember when she like slept with her husband or like fiance? Like, remember when this- I brought a cat to you and like got you poisoned yeah. so you had to like go through this crazy like Disney princess like spell ritual where yeah. the only prince in Portland had like kiss you and Yeah. The, their relationship, seeing them together I, we were watching I was like didn't aren't they? Did, yeah. Are we gonna forget? Okay, yeah. we're moving you on. You guys aren't friends. <laughs> I mean, hey, Juliet, they're Eskimo sisters. That's Tari. true. That's even closer than so, friends. in even crazier ways than normal. Juliet and Adeline aren't friends, but Adeline and Eve can be. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I guess. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, You're right. Hashtag Freemason. It's weird. It's 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 always strange when you're when you're because like it this per this person used to be a different person, mm-hmm. and we still have like we still feel a connection to Juliet because it looks like Juliet, right? Right. Um, more which, and more every day. Yeah, which Nick is obviously dealing with because he called her Juliet like two weeks ago. Right. Um. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens when they have to like fight the forces of darkness together. Yeah, I appreciate. And if those forces of darkness use that against mm-hmm. them, I appreciate that Eve. Uh, that Nick tells her like, you don't have to do this alone. We're all in this together. It's after all of us. We're a team. And I, first of all, I love that. Also, uh, Rosalie was like, it's after all of us, and Adeline was like, it's after all of us because. They are all involved in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that she's like, oh, I'm going to handle this alone. But she tries to listen and then goes, nah, I'm just going to go through the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, when she was doing the blood magic, she puts her hand on it and it doesn't work. And then she goes and does it again. And then she turns her back. Girl, you never turn your back on a mirror. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's the rule. You can <laughs> yeah. learn it like right out the womb. They're like, never turn your back on a, on a mirror. Yeah, if you like got a if, yeah, if you got a closet with a mirror in it, you better back out that closet. Oh yeah, no turning around. If you're doing witchcraft, you do not turn your back on a mirror. It's fair with that when you're trying to open a portal through the mirror. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe don't turn your back at that point. Um, She's dumb. <laughs> you should know this. It is witchcraft 101. She's so, a new witch. She's not, though. She knew enough to be like, I need these spell books. She knew enough to shake that spell book till it worked. Right. She but got she's... trained up by HW, which in theory has a lot of, like, if not, like, maybe Hex and Beasts, like, on staff, yeah. like, Hex and Beasts knowledge that they could pass along. I, I she's disagree. trained in one way or another. I think that she's mostly been running on instinct. And so, like, she knows I have telekinesis, basically, Mm -hmm. and I can fight now. But, like, when it comes to nitty gritty uh, witch stuff, she doesn't have, like, she doesn't have, she's not studied. It's the difference between someone who has gone through, uh, like, every form in martial arts and gotten their, like, fifth degree black belt versus someone who is a street brawler. They have, like, a natural instinct, and they can throw a punch, but, like, they don't have the, like, the foundation and, and like, credentials in order to go further. I'm going to disagree. Okay. Um, because as we saw when she was working with HW, when she was in charge of interrogations, Meisner would go get his coffee, and she would blind and mute and deaf the, um, the... Yes. Interrogatee. Yes. <laughs> the perp. There you think um, so, like, she knows how to do a bunch of these skills, and I think that they taught her these things. I don't think she knows, you know, the hat bong she had to learn how to do, right. and she had to get the spells. But They probably had a library of spell books, but they weren't complete by any means. Maybe. They just had, like, they had the spell books they were able to get their hands on. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, going back to my analogy, it's mm-hmm. the difference between, like, yes, you can punch and you can kick... Um, and you might know like how to uppercut and how to do a side Get punch, out. but then you don't like if you've gone through the curriculum of like a formal martial arts, then you know a, you have hundreds of techniques in your pocket that you can pull out at any at any different point. Is what it, that's the gist is what I'm saying. She's not a proper witch. She's not a proper witch. It's offensive. No, yeah, she's not fake a fake witch, witch she's girl. A, she's not a witch. She's a hexen beast, Tari. Okay. All right. Okay. Get it straight. Um, here's a question. I, here's a thought I just had. Yes. Um, so, the, I mean, this is sort of prediction-y. Um, should we finish up the episode and just do some extended predictions? Um, More officially well, than normal? I, I mean, I, I want to hear what you wanted to say. <laughs> What's well, prediction-y? All right. So, to wrap it up, the episode, Renard and Nick want to share. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, it's, it's a sentence. They literally are just like... <laughs> Like I want to know what's wrong, what my what these drawings are that my daughter's doing. Well, I want to know how you know that they're dangerous. Well, we should maybe like no, we should work together, or we shouldn't work to, like, or I'm not giving you anything. Cool. Silence from Renard, and then Nick leaves. Yeah. <laughs> All right, to predictions. Yeah, let's let's do <laughs> some predictions here. Where we're just gonna vamp on about insanity yeah. now. You're after Buzz TV. What's happening? It's my therapin. Theremin? Theremin. Theraflu. Um, um. Okay. Go. <laughs> so, question slash prediction. If, and we, we've talked, I, I know I've talked a lot, at least, <laughs> about how, like, the question of, is Juliet mm. dead, or is... Was she just like basically beaten until she repressed a personality? Because if Juliet, if if Juliet is actually dead, like we're saying, the spirit of Juliet is dead and somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Theor- like we've been led to believe that we're that through the mirror dimension is sort of hell because right. that's where the uh, the guy that did the death grip was going. He was dying, and his spirit was going to sure. hell. Could Eve? run into Juliet down there. Ah. Or could, like, could Skullman, uh, I don't we don't have a name for him. Yeah. Um, I guess there's Black Claw. Is he Black Skull? No. Um, <laughs> um sorry, DC would have an issue with that. <laughs> uh, well, if that, in that case, where's the Black Foot? Uh, <laughs> and the Black Elbow. It's Exodia! <laughs> 
Um, oh man. Anyway, I wish Dylan Skull was Man. <laughs> could Skull Man like force Juliet's spirit back into Eve? Yeah. Is, like in the process I of her being down there. I see what you're saying. Yes. Um, I think it would be interesting to see a Juliet Eve face off with words. I think that'd be like because. Oh yeah, I don't need to see them fight. Well, because Juliet wasn't a fighter; she was a vet. Until yeah. she went nuts at the when end. she was a hexen beast. Yeah, but right. like to see the spirit of Juliet have a conversation with Eve and and decide to move on with their lives or whatever. I think that would be interesting. I do not think we're gonna get that. I don't think that's a thing. I I agree, I agree with Yell in that. I I think that. I don't think that her spirit ever left her body. I think it's it was more of a mental wall mm-hmm. that she had created. So like if 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 this is the train scene in Harry Potter, Juliet is like curled up underneath the bench, um, and like everything else is. I don't know if you've seen the last Harry Potter, but <laughs> Vol- the real Voldemort was a oh, small right. creature. Under- so yes. when you said the train scene in Harry Potter, I went when they first went off to school. No, 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 no. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I think. I think. But, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I think generally I fall on the same page. Like I think it's more repression than anything mm-hmm. else. But mm-hmm. I do like. I still want some kind of like resolution for Juliet right. that I feel like I was deprived of because she was hex and beast crazy when we said goodbye to her. Um, like Juliet, as we spent four and a half seasons with, or three and a half seasons with, um, I think would be yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, um, like we 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 liked that character, mm-hmm. and it it we didn't it didn't feel like we ever said goodbye to her. Really, we said goodbye to this <laughs> violent Texan beast version of her. Right. Um. So so for the finale of the season of the show, rather, I think it would be appropriate to see that personality one more time. I think that's a really cool and interesting thing that could be done. Um, But based on the promo, it looks like we have that discussion kind of between Eve and Nick where he reminds her that she's not alone and that she can, you know, be part of the team and help and she's it looks like it looks like her, she's becoming full Hexen Beast. And and like not vogable, I th- it looks like she's dying. And I, you mean like in the story in or in the, the promo, preview? In the promo for next week. Mm. Um, um, I mean, some cra- it looks like Nick either finds her, or it could be one of those like fake outs where it's like she thinks Nick found her, mm. but it's actually uh, the devil like sure tr- playing with you by using a familiar image. I mm. mean, we do know that. We assume that the other side of the mirror is this underworld, hell, whatever you want yeah, to call it. Hades. Sure. But there's there's a possibility it is a mirror world, right? So right. it is just another world. An upside down. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't get that reference. She I know what it. upside down is. I just haven't seen it. Got it. it. scary. <laughs> so. <laughs> it did actually, like, the, the, the colors... Of it, like not like the color um, of the air, like on people's face, on like Nick and Eve's faces, but the color of all the stuff in that world, yeah, does remind me of the upside down. It now really that I say does, that. yeah. Um, it's a it's a mirror world. Okay. Yeah, it, everything that exists here exists there, but it's spoiler desolate. alert for all of the people. No. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, not really. No. Oh, this is uh, the chat is being great because we have wondered about um, the ring on Adeline's finger. We haven't touched on that curse at all. Uh, and the sister Grimm in the chat says the producer said they will wrap up the ring story. I have a feeling it's just gonna fall right off. I have a theory. Right. Yeah. Um, I my theory is going is that, and this is an official prediction from Tari J Miller, um, that Diana gets possessed by the Skull Man. And so the way that they cripple her is for Adeline to take off the ring, and then the curse becomes active enough to kind of uh, hurt Diana enough for them to either free her or, you know, I made a throat to finger, finger to throat. Wait, explain that again? Okay. So the Skull Man is So the Skull Man in takes Diana. Diana's... Yes, she's like, he takes over Diana. Right. So the, the curse of the ring mm-hmm. is that... If she takes it off, it'll cause harm to her to the children. Kids. Yes. So the idea is that when it when in, when Diana is possessed, she takes it off so that 
Diana becomes incapacitated somehow uh, long enough for them to do whatever the either depossess her or you know and baby Kelly to, like it's just suffers yeah we haven't seen baby <laughs> Kelly in forever well we heard that he was sleeping and not to let him levitate yeah joke theory on ring resolution but I like that theory <laughs> Nick gets down on one knee and instead of pulling out a ring box just grabs her finger and lifts it up <laughs> and it just becomes our actual engagement ring. <laughs> this. You want a this? <laughs> okay. <laughs> or he holds up an empty box and it's like, well, you already have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one's bigger than I could afford. I, I'm a police officer. Yeah, it's not, it's <laughs> not, not good money. <laughs> yeah, and and my, my resolution rate is really low. So. <laughs> Except for Mason, who we left in prison. Um, I uh, I think the next three episodes are going to wrap up. We're done with Vessen of the Week, and we're going to just wrap up. I want to say that I've wa- I've said that several times. But this I season. think I think that's where we're at now. She's gone through the mirror, and I think that's where yeah. we're at. Yeah, I mean the preview was. This was the first time that the preview has said only three, only blank number of episodes left. Um, they haven't done that. They've been like because they the final thought se- we weren't counting. They, well, they kept they keep just saying the final season, the final season. Chapter. Yeah. They keep calling the, it the final chapter. The final chapter. Apologies, um, but this time they're like spec- specifically like it's coming to an end in this many weeks. So yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Is my point. That's so sad. What? That it's coming to an end. Oh in yeah. Three weeks. I thought you were looking down at your computer. So I was like, what? What did they say? They're everyone's sad. We're all yeah, sad. They're real sad. Um, we feel but, you guys. But you're not tweeting at the Grim Riders, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get there soon. <clears throat> soon. There, there. How many of how many of them are in the chat? Uh, for some reason, it does not give me a number today, but a good number of them. So we have and say there are 43 Grimaniac, of you watching right now, Frank, and presumably a Liz, couple hundred more at a future time, and several Grimm. hundred more listening. Lydia, um, I want each of you to go onto your Twitter. To, whoa. Yeah. Go yes. on. <laughs> Why? Whoa. I just, I just. I'm she saying, wanted, she wanted to demand. be there's offended. Four, I'm saying there's 45 people watching. 44 people. You're watching. assuming they all have Twitter. <laughs> Go on to social Twitter, media. It's free. <laughs> just tweet at Grim Writers. Mm-hmm, at and Grim Writers. Hashtag Freemason. Uh, and tag one of us in it. Yeah. <laughs> and while you're doing that, go on to iTunes and uh, rate and subscribe and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, subscribe That's now. There are only three episodes yeah. left. Yeah, yeah. Get, it, get it. Well, it's, it's get, the well, perfect it's time. <laughs> Unless we do some crazy fanfic stuff. That's true. Um, I mean, Kendall maybe says we I can, Maybe we can read, uh, like, because let's be honest, like we're not going to have time to write fanfic. Maybe we can read. <laughs> Speak for yourself. We can read the official fanfic, the comics. Oh. No. Dang. Um, um, maybe we can read, like, fans fanfic. <laughs> like, get people to send us. Would that be something we should do? I will absolutely read your fanfic. Not necessarily on the air, but I will absolutely read it. <laughs> send it. Send yell at yell teagle. Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L on Twitter, Instagram, or look for my name, Yell TV, on Facebook. Find me. Send your fanfic. I will read and enjoy. Maybe, uh, especially if it's um, maybe if, if you pick, maybe pick, fanfic. <laughs> maybe that uh, you had found a particular connection to a character about four episodes back who uh, only got to do one really big motion, eating guy's head off. But maybe you wrote fanfic about that character and what her adventures were. Send them to Yell Teagle. Yeah, at Yell Teagle. That character's name was Yell. I think that was her name too. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, any other predictions uh, for the next episode or the next three episodes? Um, I predict that Eve's going to sacrifice herself. Um, I predict that uh, Nick and Adeline, from the looks of the promo, they have a passionate kiss, and I think that they're going to solidify what everyone's already known for however long. So you think engagement before... I don't know if engagement, but like I think all of the, the panic that people have or have had about this love triangle, I think it's going to be their panic can go away next week. That's my theory. Mm. Maybe. I, I agree. I think that Eve uh, sacrificed herself. I do, th- like, I, I say by what I was saying earlier, I think that we will in one form or another see Juliet shine through one more time, mm. but I think it will come right as she sacrifices herself for the team. 
um, um, and or for the planet and the universe because who knows how far reaching this is. Um, I want to also give a shout out to Mr. D Style who had an idea for a spinoff show, Even Wonderland. Mm. And I love the idea. <laughs> we got Trouble in Paradise, Eve in the Mirror World, Wonderland. Is that like, is that like a side, like, like a side shot at, at Once Upon a Time? No, <laughs> no. The show that started the exact same season as Grimm, the show that tried to have a spinoff in Wonderland and failed miserably. No, I'm just saying. Trouble NBC. Trouble we know you're Paradise. listening. Trouble in Paradise. I think they stopped listening. <laughs> I think oh, they man. stopped listening when they introduced Meisner and I wouldn't shut up. <laughs> I think they kept listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just listened. They dug in real deep. <laughs> I think that was like when they're like, this is interesting. Say more about this Meisner fellow. <laughs> um, Liz in the chat says, I will feel sad if Eve dies, which... Um, I hope so. I hope you're attached enough to it's Eve. It's like that was her purpose. And I think that's an interesting idea. If, like, Eve was made to save them all and sacrifice herself. Huh. I like it. Yeah. Yeah? It's like destiny. Like, H.W. Mm-hmm. knew what they were... Like, that was like, we've created this soldier yeah. for one... We've created a soldier to serve one purpose in the world to infiltrate this small group of friends in the in suburban Portland. Portland area and then save us from a grim death by ah. a skull in a mirror. Um, I miss she is uniquely Black prepared. Yeah. yeah, I really like Black Claw. Um, I miss HW. I want I want Black Claw's like plotline to be addressed more than it was like before the NC like that's I, I'm not saying we're gonna get it but I would yeah. love to see because I love that concept of Vessen who just want to live their lives out like I, they want to stop having to hide themselves I think yeah. though I think that was dealt with when Renard was like I'm done with Black Claw I'm sick of this and then um, but there's the a bigger organization. They called him. Right, right. But I think at that point he was like, I don't care or ha- have any patience for you. And that was when he chose the right side. Yeah. And Meisner's ghost was able to go. Yeah. But, like, I think that was our resolution to that. Um, Lydia in the chat says she has grim Teen Wolf fanfic. I wonder if it's grim. Oh, it's Slash. It's You have Slash fiction, and I'd like to read it. No, that's not what that... Yes, I, yes, that's what slash fiction is. Everyone Google it. Using a backslash is no, no, not slash fiction. I'm assuming that she has slash fiction. If you're writing grim, grim Teen Wolf fiction, I'm assuming it's slash fiction. I assumed it was the uh, Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf. <laughs> I'd still read that slash fiction. <laughs> yeah. Nick, we got a case. There's a kid who's uh, who's voguing inside of this high school. <laughs> He's dunking all kinds of baskets, and it's not okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not fair to the other kids. Uh, somebody write Teen Wolf versus Airbud. Please. Okay. Uh, moving along. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, if we, if we, oh, are there more predictions? There's. Um, so we were wondering about Alexander from. Uh, the council, who we have all assumed no body, he's still alive. Right. Um, but apparently, Germaniac says that the actor who plays Alexander was in 603 as a stunt double for Renard because he was really tall. Oh, that's interesting. Really? Yeah, so they brought him back to do stunts, but apparently not to finish out his story. He's gonna free Nick's. Oh, great. <laughs> well, if anything, oh, he would murder Mason because he's he Cause is he's now saw, aware yeah. of Vesson. Whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> free him some way from life. Oof. Oh, Grimaniac says that perhaps we'll find out, uh, this is a prediction, not a fact, um, that H.W. has wiped out Blackclaw when Trouble returns for the Ooh. final episode. That is true. That is probably what Trouble was off to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, like, I, it was always that weird thing where it's like I sort of wanted Blackclaw to, I don't want them to win because they wanted to kill off our friends, but... Uh, I wanted the. I, I still love the idea of a world where Vessen live out, and what I want to know what that would look like. Yeah, um, and it also feels like it would be. It's a good point. Like let people like be themselves. Like if if mm-hmm. you, um, like if you're a Drangzorn, as much as you're like a weird little like imp with like <laughs> these like teeth that go. The Drangzorn, by the way. Um, the, which is what the the old couple, the Stantons, were in this episode. Are the the same? Like you remember those little kids who like hit puberty and with them went nuts. 
the, yes. with the, the it was like a Christmas episode. Yeah. With the candy, the what's the cake? Fruit cake. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Yeah, I think. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. That but was the, a, the, the candy cake. and the cake. Girl, I don't it's know like, what you it's eat like on the holiday. Filled with fruit, maybe. <laughs> I don't. I'm not sure what kind, what you call that. I'm pretty sure it was uh, them. Um, I feel like you're just making stuff up now. <laughs> I could have made it All right. Wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, Sister Grimm says, I think Black Claw is tied to the underworld. Uh, and and Saeed says, I wish Royals played a bigger part and find out more about them. Agreed. Yeah. That was a thing that oh, happened. Yeah. No, I'm wrong. That's a different thing. He's not listening. <laughs> All right. Great. Let's wrap this baby up. Thank right. you so much for tuning in, everybody. Thank you. Yes. Uh, we'll, we're here for the next three weeks on Sundays at 5 o'clock. What is this voice you're doing? This is my wrapping up voice. Okay, go on. We're here every week uh, at 5 o'clock. Way do this show. And if you couldn't understand that, uh, <laughs> tune to the Grim After Show for the next three weeks. Because that's all there is left, guys. Uh, the next three weeks at five o'clock Pacific Standard Time on AfterBuzz TV. Um, sad guys, sad. Three episodes. It's true. Three weeks. Who are you? Tell us who you are. All right, guys. I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that Zach Wilson. Uh, also, be sure to check out my uh, uh, weekly science fiction podcast, Sci-Fi Weekly, on the Popcorn Talk, our sister network. Uh, we uh, didn't have an episode this week uh, due to some scheduling conflicts, but next week we will be talking about Kong Skull Island, a different type of uh, creature feature thing than Grimm. Uh, but yeah, join us that week and uh, then every week talking about the past, present, and future of science fiction media. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Please tweet at Grim Writers and ask them to free Mason. Uh, you Hashtag find, free Mason. Yeah, you can find me on other shows here at AfterBuzz, such as Switched at Birth for the final season, SVU when it returns at some point, and Gay Weekly Roundtable. I think there's another one. Legion! Legion! Yes. Oh, yes! Also Legion. <laughs> and I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-R-I-J-A-Y. Also here on the ABTVDC CW Slate. <laughs> ah, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow. Also on Grimm. And I think one more of the show. I don't know. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been the Grimm After Buzz TV After Show. Thanks for geeking out with us. Thanks, Thanks for, for geeking, geeking out with us! <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye-bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.